Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this show. Thank you so much to all of the listeners who have been coming back week after week to listen to my pop punk news and learn about a new featured artist. It really means the world to me and the amount of attention that this podcast has gotten in the last six weeks has honestly been astounding and I couldn't be more thrilled with the results. To my recurring listeners, thank you so much for the incredible support you guys have shown me over the last six weeks, and I really hope that you guys have enjoyed all the content you guys have heard. And to my new listeners, welcome to the Pop Punk Promo family. We are so glad that you are here, and I really hope that you enjoy the content that you hear and you find your new favorite artist through our platform. Just a quick reminder before we dive into this week's content that I do have listener support available on my Spotify. So if you want to donate a small donation to the podcast just to show your support, that would mean the world to me to ensure that I can keep things up and running. And with that, I also wanted to mention that I have started a Patreon as well. So if you'd like to become a patron of Pop Punk Promo Podcast, I have that linked on my website as well, and I will put it in my Instagram story as well. So there's three different tiers you can choose from. There's a general support one. There's another that gets you the featured artist early, and you get some updates from me that you wouldn't normally get about the upcoming episodes. And then the third tier is actually pretty cool. So that one is geared toward artists specifically and musicians. And basically, the the cool extra perk you get with that one is... Your music will be featured on my Spotify playlist and mentioned in a little shout out once a month that I do for featured artists on the podcast. And you won't have to be the featured artist necessarily, but I'll shout out your music because you paid for the patron tier. Now, of course, I do all my promotion for free and all of the artists that have been featured thus far, I haven't you know, charge them anything to be on my platform because of course I am just starting out and I don't want to be a burden for artists to get promotion because my goal is to promote small artists. So the patron would be essentially for people who want to get certain songs out right away and they release stuff pretty consistently and they want to get their music featured on the podcast monthly as opposed to just being featured one time. So if you are a musician in the pop punk scene and you're looking to get a new single, some promotion, this is a great way to ensure that your music gets out there on my platform and heard by the people you want to hear it. So my featured artist list hasn't gotten too long yet, but I definitely have quite a long list already of people that I personally want to feature and that have reached out to me wanting me to feature them. So it's not always the best to bank on the featured artist to get your music out there and known through my platform. So the patron is definitely a good place to start if you are interested. It is $8 a month for that tier, for the artist tier. So go ahead, check that out. I'll have that linked on my website, poppunkpromo.com. You can see all the details there. We are well through the month of November already, and that means December is upon us very soon, which means the holiday season as well. So for Pop Punk Promo, I decided to do a little holiday fun, and I'm going to do a holiday episode sometime in December. It'll probably be either the week before or the week of Christmas, and 
along with that episode, I will be doing a holiday playlist as well, full of pop punk songs from small artists and just some cool pop punk holiday songs that everyone really loves as well. So if you have any ideas for that playlist that you want me to include on there, please let me know on social media. And I also have a Google form on my website as well. It's in the form of a banner across the website and that's how you can access it. During the holiday episode, I will be featuring a bunch of those holiday-themed pop punk songs as well, just to give them a little bit of promotion throughout the holiday season. So please feel free to let me know what you guys want to hear and maybe what artists you want me to feature that week, if there's any that you have in mind. We are going to move into our pop punk news topic for the week. So I actually have two separate news topics this week. The first one is... A more serious matter. So if any of you know the band Cemetery Sun and you guys follow them on socials, you might know that their bus actually got stolen from them last week in Manchester and they are not from Manchester. So this was a huge predicament for them, obviously, because they had no way to get home and all of their equipment, they had all of the cables, all the instruments, everything, merchandise, was all stolen from them. So this was an extraordinarily tremendous loss for them. And I just feel so horrible for them. And this is any band's worst nightmare. So the band naturally set up a GoFundMe so that they can purchase back all of the equipment that they lost. And guys, when I say that they lost everything, they literally lost everything. So right now their goal is $20,000 and they've currently raised $10,979. So they are about halfway to their goal and they're doing phenomenal. So I am so incredibly proud of everyone who has been able to donate. And if you yourself are able to donate even a few dollars just to help them out because they quite literally lost everything they have, I know it would mean the world to these guys. And this is just such a sucky situation for anyone to be in. So I really feel for them. And this is just a terrible tragedy. And It would be really awesome if they could get everything back, but it's very, very unlikely that that will happen. So if you're able to, please donate. If you can't, just please try and spread the word about it. You can find them on social media at Cemetery Sun on Instagram, and they've got the GoFundMe linked there. So that's how you can support them. Moving on to my second piece of pop punk news for you all. I'm sure you remember my second featured artist, Scene Queen. And if you guys kept up with her after the episode, if you guys already knew of her and follow her, I'm sure you know that she just released her second EP titled Bimbocore Volume 2. Now, in my episode featuring her, I talked in depth about her first EP titled Bimbocore. And So this is a follow-up to that original EP, and it features seven songs, and wow, they are absolutely fucking incredible. I love this EP a lot more than the original one. I hate to say it, but she has just upgraded her sound in every single way. Every song on the EP just goes hard in every way, and it's just amazing to see how much growth she's shown over the course of just a few months since her last EP and it's incredible. She features Set It Off, the Barbie and Ken song on this one. The fifth song titled The Rapture is also featuring Mothica, which is super cool that she's got more awesome features on here. 
every song has the word pink in front of it in normal scene queen fashion and every song is just as feral and unhinged and beautifully crafted in her own very unique way and that's just what I love about it so incredibly much. I forgot to mention that the second song on here is Pink G-String, which I mentioned in Scene Queen's Artist Feature. And that one was one that she did the G-String for charity thing. And that's just so cool. That one is still one of my favorite songs she's ever written. But every song on this EP has a rhyme and a reason. And Pink Barbie Band-Aid, for example, is a very political one talking about women's rights and about how Roe v. Wade got overturned and Pink Whitney even begins with a little, hey, let's burn down the establishment because they don't pay us enough. Just referencing how lower income jobs, the employees don't get treated well. And she's making a point to be like, hey, guys, this is fucked up. Let's change this. So again, Scene Queen put out another extraordinary EP where she breaks the barriers of what is normally talked about in music and she crafts a way to show what's wrong with the world and what she's angry about while making it super catchy and getting it inside people's brains. She's also known for her very feral behavior online and with her songwriting. And I want to point out that the last song in Bimbo Core Volume 2 is titled Pink Hotel. And this one is by far her most unhinged song yet. This song is crazy. And I don't think I could even explain to you what it's like. You just have to listen to it for yourself. So as always, I'm going to include all of these songs in the November playlist and you can listen to them yourself, but Pink Hotel is a trip from beginning to end. It's got changes in choruses. It's got changes in tempo. It's got anger. It's got lighthearted. It's crazy, and it is the best trip I have ever experienced musically, so I hope that you guys listen to it. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do because Scene Queen is a mastermind, and She is a force to be reckoned with in the industry, and I just really hope that she gets all of the recognition that she deserves because she is so fucking cool. I love her to death. She is the most badass pop punk princess I have seen, and she is making waves in the industry. So I hope you guys agree, and go ahead and give Bimbo Core Volume 2 a listen. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it's the moment you all have been waiting for. We are going to move on to our featured artist segment. So... This featured artist this week, I'm pretty excited to tell you guys about. It's a little different than all of our previous ones. So as you know, for the last five weeks, I've been featuring a woman in pop punk. And this week, I decided to do a little twist on this because I told you guys originally my goal for this podcast is to promote, yes, female artists. However, I also just want to promote small artists in pop punk that I believe deserve the promotion. So this week, it is not a female-led band. Sorry to disappoint you if that's what you were looking forward to, but nonetheless, this band that I am going to promote to you guys today is super, super exciting. They are super unique and super cool in their own fun little way, and I actually saw them open for the main last spring. So without further ado, the band that I'm featuring this week is The Happy Fits. The Happy Fits is an American pop rock trio from New Jersey, and they consist of three members, cellist Calvin Langman, the guitarist Ross Monteith, and drummer Luke Davis. Now, 
The Happy Fits is extremely unique in the sense that they are a pop rock band. And yes, you heard me correctly. They have a cellist as one of their three members. And I think that is super fun and super unique and something you really don't see in pop rock at all. And I was so captivated by them when I saw them perform live. And this was the first time I had seen anything about them. I hadn't heard of them before or anything prior to seeing them live. And I saw him walk out with a cello and I just lost my mind. I was like, Mans is literally going to come up here and play a cello for a pop rock band? Like, that's just unheard of. So it's an extremely unique way that they make themselves known and it's just super awesome to see instrumental diversity in the pop rock scene that you don't typically see. The band released their first EP in 2016 titled Awfully Appealing and the band dropped out of college following the success of this EP to pursue the band full-time because prior to this they were just kind of doing this for fun and you know, just having a good time, but they realized that they actually had something going here because um, a few other songs on that EP blew up and they were like, wow, we can actually make this a thing and, you know, do this full time. After the mild success of this EP, they released their debut album titled Concentrate in 2018. Personally, I am a pretty big fan of this album and it features song number six called Grow Back, which they performed live when I saw them. And that one really struck a chord with me when I saw it. So that has something to do with why I really like this album so much. Along with track number eight called Mary, that one is a very heavy hitting, fun, just kind of tune. And I really like that one as well. It was really fun to hear live. After the release of their debut album, Concentrate, the band worked really hard on their second album titled What Could Be Better, and it was set to release in 2020 and written to have a live audience in mind. And they just wanted these songs that would be really fun in front of an audience and just bring the audience to life. You all know what happened in 2020. The pandemic hit and live music essentially just went off the planet there was no place that they could even try to perform their album made for live music that was just super devastating for them so they ended up utilizing live stream technology to still deliver a fun and energetic show to their fans who would have come to the tour but weren't able to because of the ongoing pandemic even though the pandemic took away live music from every person on the planet this didn't slow down the happy fits. They found a way to keep moving and persevering, even though despite the horrible circumstances. And they actually filmed a music video for every single song off of their new album, What Could Be Better, during quarantine. Man, that is just dedication. Like, if you're just going to be at home doing nothing, that is an awesome way to just keep promoting yourself and promoting your music and showing people your musical brand, and I think that's an excellent use of the quarantine that the band did. Moving past the pandemic, on August 26th of 2022, the Happy Fits released their third studio album titled Under the Shade of Green. Now, this album is a very sonically vibrant and bold modern indie rock album, and it has a lot of psychedelic influences to it. Now, this album moves lyrically a little different from their past albums and EPs. The band's cellist and lyricist Calvin Langman explains that a lot of the lyrics in the past albums were 
involved around a lot of his life and his personal experiences and challenges. And he wanted to move the lyrics away from his personal life and more towards reflecting on the band's experience over the last few years during the COVID-19 pandemic. Langman stated that the pandemic made him take a step back from himself and make him really realize what the pandemic has done to his bandmates and the people in the surrounding world. And he's just said it felt weird to continue writing about his personal experiences when the world was just shaken to its core by this crazy pandemic. As I mentioned, What Could Be Better is their third studio album, and they actually released it just a few months ago in August. And this album features 10 songs that were all, again, made for live music. And like I said, I saw them as live performers first. And let me tell you, they are such a captivating band to see. They know how to sway an audience they know how to get them involved and be entertaining and i highly recommend if you get the chance to see them live please do because they are so fucking incredible they are one of the best bands that i have seen live and i didn't even know them when i saw them so that is quite a statement to make the happy fits are currently on tour for their newest album and it began on tuesday november 8th in burlington vermont and it will end on Sunday, December 18th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This tour features two openers. The first one is Daisy the Great, and the second one is Phone Boy. I don't know anything about either of these two openers, but I'm sure they are wonderful, and if you guys know anything about them and love them, please let me know. I'll check them out, and maybe they can be featured on the podcast. You never know. I already mentioned a couple of my favorite songs from the Happy Fits, but those were on their first album called Concentrate. So my favorite song of theirs ever is called Moving, and that one's off their third album, What Could Be Better. This song does exactly what it says. It gets you moving. It's fun. I know this one would be so incredible to see live, and I would love nothing more than to experience that. So If any of you are able to go see them on tour, go ahead, support them as they tour for their brand new album. And I just know you guys will be just as captivated by them as I am. If you like music from The Main, Weathers, or The Rex, I know you will definitely like The Happy Fits. All three of those bands are more mainstream and they have songs that are very comparable to The Happy Fits. And even though The Happy Fits is quite unique for the pop rock scene. They have similar enough vibes that I know you would absolutely love them if you like the main weathers or the wrecks. Personally, why I love the Happy Fits so much is because they have such an incredible stage presence when you see them live. You guys, I'm not kidding when I say I saw them perform first before ever hearing anything about them and I was captivated immediately. They have a very enthusiastic performance style. They know how to have fun. They know how to totally captivate an audience who doesn't even know who they are. And they have the unique use of cello in the live performances. And that is never seen in the pop rock scene. So it is a super cool and super fun way to move an audience and to get them engaged in what's happening on the stage. I know having a cello on stage may seem like he can't really do much or that he has to stand there just holding it and it's not captivating but I promise you Calvin Langman knows how to make a show out of this cello he knows how to have fun how to groove how to show the audience that he's having fun and in turn they should have fun as well 
stage presence is very important to me when enjoying a live show. So that's part of the reason why I was so moved by the Happy Fits when I saw them for the first time because I just was having such a blast just watching them and interacting with them from the crowd. So definitely if you get the chance, please go see them live. Even if you don't know their music at all, I promise you'll have an amazing time because I absolutely did. If you want to learn more about the Happy Fits or see where else they are stopping on their tour, you can go ahead and follow them on social media. They are at the Happy Fits on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Again, that is at the Happy Fits. Okay, pop punk enthusiasts, this is going to be a wrap on my featured artist for this week. Once again, my featured artist is the Happy Fits, who is a trio from New Jersey, and they are such a moving band live and. I know you guys will love them so much, so please go give them a listen on Spotify. Go give them so much love, and I hope you guys check them out because they truly are an awesome band. The next segment here on Pop Punk Promo is Sticky Just Like the Song in My Head. So this segment, if you guys are new here, is named after a song by the main called Sticky, and essentially I just talk about a song that has been stuck in my head all week. So this week... The song that has been stuck in my head is Psycho by Taylor Acorn. I recently discovered Taylor Acorn because she opened for Real Friends and with confidence. So I saw them live a couple weeks ago and I had the opportunity to talk with Taylor as well. And she is such a fun and cool artist. And I had no idea who she was either. And that's a lie, actually. I didn't think I knew who she was, but... She had a song that blew up on TikTok titled Psycho, and I did recognize it when she played it live, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have too, so I'm going to add this one to the playlist as I always do with my featured songs, and I'm sure you guys have probably heard it if you guys are avid TikTok lovers. This song is essentially about breaking up with someone, and that ex just makes you fucking crazy. It's about a person basically blaming you and calling you a horrible person and saying everything's your fault. Basically, what Taylor's saying in the chorus is that, you know, she loves taking the high road. She'd rather just ignore what's happening. But this person she's talking about, man, they just make her a psycho. She would go insane just to make sure that they hurt as badly as they hurt her. For any of you out there with toxic exes or toxic situations that you walked away from, this song is absolutely for you. It expresses rage and anger towards a person that did you wrong. And I think she perfectly expresses how so many of us feel like we just want the person who hurt us to get the payback that they deserve and to feel as bad as they made us feel. I absolutely recommend you give this song a listen. You've probably heard it on TikTok, like I said, but Psycho by Taylor Acorn. Go ahead and stream it on Spotify, on Apple Music, or wherever you get your music from. Go ahead. You won't regret it. It is a beautiful song. It's been stuck in my head forever, and I am obsessed with it. Moving on to the next segment here, we are going to talk about a cool festival that had the lineup released, actually, this past week. So... If anyone's familiar with Download Fest in the UK, they just announced their 2023 lineup. And this is supposed to be a 20th anniversary special of the festival. And it's supposed to run for four nights from June 8th through the 11th of 2023. And they've got some really cool headliners for this one. 
So Friday night, they're featuring Bring Me the Horizon. Thursday and Saturday, they've got two unique sets from Metallica. And then Sunday, they're featuring Slipknot. So they've got some really big names on this festival. And they've got a bunch of other big names throughout the rest of the four days of the festival. So they've got Architects, Evanescence, Disturbed, Placebo, Parkway Drive, Ghost. And they've got so many more as well. I know Set It Off will be there. Asking Alexandria will be there. Along with Simple Plan, Stand Atlantic, Three Days Grace, Taylor Acorn. All of those incredible artists will be at this festival. And they even have a lot more to come. So if you are interested in going to this festival, if you're from the UK, if you are interested in flying to the UK, whatever... This is a really good one to have your eyes set on if you are interested in any of these big artists. For more information about this incredible festival, you can go to downloadfestival.co.uk. We are going to move on to the pop punk industry shout out this week. So I haven't done this segment in a couple weeks So I'm really excited to let you guys know about this really cool organization in the industry. So this week, I am shouting out Amplify Her Voice, which is a dynamic organization that boldly advocates for gender equality in the music industry and advances the careers of women in music through educational, networking, and creative opportunities. Their mission at Amplify Her Voice is to inspire meaningful change through strategic campaigns and collaborative partnerships with tours, music festivals, brands, and bands. They strive to provide the community the proper tools and support to not just work, but thrive in the music industry. I really like this organization because it provides all the tools that women need to be successful in the music industry. And as I have talked so much about and so passionately about on this podcast is how women just have it a lot harder in the music industry. Whether you're the performer, you're the audio engineer, you're a stage manager, you're a tour manager, any of those things, it is so incredibly hard for women to gain credibility and respect in the industry. So organizations like Amplify Her Voice help to give a voice to women in the industry and give them a space where they can actually be included and welcome and feel like they're doing something that matters. Amplify Her Voice has a variety of opportunities on their website. They've got internships, mentorships, and volunteer work. So you can find that on the opportunities page of their website, amplifyhervoice.org, and you can learn more about all of their fantastic opportunities that they've got provided for women in the industry. Their website also provides a plethora of different music industry resources as well, and links to a bunch of different organizations and other companies in the industry that you can connect with and find opportunities through that way. And they've also got a blog on there as well. So they talk about different topics on the blog, varying from interviews, album reviews, industry news, and so much more. So if you're interested in checking out anything from Amplify Her Voice, if you want to find some opportunities for yourself to get involved in the music industry professionally, go ahead, check them out at amplifyhervoice.org. And I also will link their Instagram and Twitter in my pop punk promo industry shout out part of my website as well. So you guys will see that on there if you want to check them out. I highly recommend it. They are a really cool organization. 
All right, pop punk enthusiasts, we are going to wrap up the episode today. This one's a little bit shorter than the ones have been in the past few weeks, but that's okay. I'm feeling slightly under the weather this week, so my voice could use a little bit of a break, to be honest. But thank you so much to everyone who takes the time out of their weeks to listen to the podcast. It really, truly means so much to me, and I am so grateful for each and every one of you, whether this is your first time listening to the podcast or it's now your sixth time. I am grateful for each and every one of you. And remember, I've got listener support activated. So if you'd like to support me that way, you can go ahead and find that on my Spotify page. And I also have my Patreon set up. It's on my website. So if you're interested in that at all, I've also got that linked on my website. A reminder that my website, poppunkpromo.com, is the hub for everything I talk about on this podcast. So you can find the archive of all my featured artists. You can find my Spotify playlists where I make monthly playlists of all of the songs I talk about. And you can also find our pop punk industry shout outs as well. And I've got a plethora of other things on there that you can check out for yourself as well. So make sure you give the website a good look and you might find something that you enjoy on there. Again, you can follow me at Pop Punk Promo on all social media and feel free to reach out to me in my DMs with any inquiries if you would like to be featured on an episode of Pop Punk Promo or if you have ideas for what you'd like to hear and what types of content you want me to talk about. I am absolutely available and open to any criticism and any ideas for anyone who wants to participate in this because I do want this to be a collaborative effort as much as it is my own podcast. I like to put polls on my Instagram story and I like to really hype up the featured artists of the week on there as well. So if you're really looking for a lot of pop punk promo content, Instagram is the place to go. I post on Twitter pretty frequently and TikTok more frequently as well. But Instagram is definitely my most used hub. So if you really want the information, I recommend you follow me on there. Thank you again to everyone who has given my podcast a chance and everyone who has reached out to me and wanting to participate in this amazing podcast and just show me all the love because I just did not expect this at all. So I appreciate everyone so much and all of the musicians that have reached out to me as well. You guys are all so cool and it's so lucky that I get to work with people like you. So thank you all for making my dreams a reality and I just can't wait to see where this goes. So take care, everyone. Have a great week and we'll catch you again in the next episode. See you later.